Hello, hello. What another week here at Oz and Hart being the bookie. Uh, hope y'all had a great weekend and uh, got paid out uh, either today or yesterday. Uh, I did, you know, it's, it's probably um, y'all can tell we, you know, we had a pretty even week on the pod, one half a unit uh, between myself and Ozzy. Uh, so kind of up in the air, didn't set y'all up for great success, though we did for little success if you followed uh followed all of the plays you know you did get that half unit jump start um on our games this weekend so a little bit's better than none obviously not good enough uh still waiting on that big week we are now down 10.1 units um and you know we're just we're waiting for that big week to hit to kind of get back in the try to get back in the green and then you know soar from there you know still a long way to go in uh both the college football and the uh, NFL, so slight slight win this week, but not much, not what you're hoping for, uh, especially after the start we had, had a couple close calls, but we'll get into that uh, as the show goes on. Um, I, do have to sh- I do have some good news this week. Uh, like I said, I did get paid out, so that's big. Uh, bounce back from last week, so three out of the four last four weeks uh, in the green, just overall, not not necessarily on the show, but um just overall for me so hopefully you guys are following a similar trend um i did hit my biggest bet single bet ever this weekend which was a majority of my winnings uh, about probably about 70 percent but i wouldn't recommend this but i was at the south carolina game on saturday and i was just feeling good about them plus three uh you know they were plus three i took them on the money line uh max betted on my site which i won't get into uh, how much that is, but I usually don't max bet very rarely, uh, but decided to this weekend. Felt good about the Cox. Uh, obviously, they jumped out to a 17-0 lead, held on and won 30-24. Tried to give it away at the end. Uh, didn't recover the onside kick, but wins a win, so biggest, that was my biggest win. That basically determined my week because uh, if I lose that bet, uh, then I'm, I'm about even probably a little bit even in the negative so uh big win there had a lot of had a lot of games going on but that was by far my biggest bet of the weekend and uh biggest payout because it was plus money so yeah biggest single bet winner ever for me so had to share that hope hope uh hope, tell me if you guys you know follow us on twitter oz and harp if you guys hit any big one show us the tickets put it in there and uh yeah that's uh that was always a positive vibe for this weekend for sure uh, another positive this weekend for me was I've, you know, I've been talking to y'all about my pickums. Finally won college football, went 10 and one on a game I lost. This is, we pick 11 games against the spread. Only game I lost was Clemson. Obviously I had Clemson as we did, uh, here on the pod and they didn't hit, but I won all the other 10. Crazy enough. Uh, actually tied a guy, but won it on the over under, I think in the TCU game. Uh, we do total points and I won the tiebreaker. So first week winning that, you got to win two in college and two in the NFL to get paid. So I'm halfway in college football getting paid at about the halfway point of the year. So I need to win another one, but finally got off the snide there. NFL as it goes, you know, um, I've been pretty decent in that one actually. 
Um, but I haven't won a week. And then, of course, I win my college one this week. So what's that mean for NFL? I finished dead last. Uh, there is a drop week uh, in our NFL, and I'm assuming hopefully this will be mine because uh, I think I only got five games. You bet you do every single game against the spread in our NFL pick them. And, yeah, so I got dead last in that one. So that was pretty pretty brutal especially after getting the thursday night game right uh you know i felt like i was off to a good start there but didn't happen for me that's all right finally won one i'll take that i'll I'll win one and finish dead last every weekend uh if that's the case for sure so definitely take it from a pick them uh standpoint getting paid by the bookie those two things are good um the bad this weekend uh one and three in fantasy football uh, moves me to three and four in two leagues, six and one. I told you guys last weekend, I think, you know, my only goal was to go undefeated in that week, uh, in that league because other than win the league, obviously, but the way it's format's terrible, eight out of 12 teams make it. Um, and it's just basically, you know, luck at the end of the season who's high, you know, one or two seed doesn't even really get a buy. So it doesn't really matter. I did drop down to two in that league too. Another six and one team, uh, has more points than I do. So I got a good team there. Nothing, nothing crazy. Um, one of my teams is going to be really bad. One of the three and four teams. Uh, the other one, I've lost three in a row. Got a shot with my my team. That one team started zero and three, and they're now four and three. Uh, and that's a dynasty league. And you know, I thought it was going to take a while for my young guys to come together, but I have Etienne, Stevenson, uh, Kenneth Walker, who's just been a stud, Jefferson, uh, and Olave. Um, it's, it's set up a little bit different. Two quarterback lead, no defense, no kicker. But man, I mean, that core right there for me is going to be good for a while. That dynasty league, unfortunately, it's a very low, uh, payout league. Uh, wasn't really expecting to be competitive in it, but I actually think I can win it with my core, uh, this year. But if not this year, definitely down the road. So just to, just to fill you in, that was the one I won this week. The other three I lost in. Um, so we'll see. So that was the bad this weekend. So, the good was the pick with us college pick them getting paid by the bookie. That's always the number one goal out of all these things. It's number one is get paid by the bookie. So those two things hit. Um, the bad was being last in the NFL pick them, but man, it's not a huge deal. And then one in three in fantasy football was the really bad one. Um, so that was unfortunate. So we have the good, bad, and now we're going to have the mid, which was about my picks this week. Very mid five and five. Uh, luckily Ozzy hit to push the pod to six and five. He got back on a streak. So he is now three and five down 2.4 units. Um, but we're going to stick with a college game this weekend, um, for Oz since he hit on it this weekend, we're just going to roll with whatever he's hitting, uh, and then switch it every time he loses probably. So we're going to stick with college for now. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and dig into the pits picks. Like I said, five and five. Um, Oz hit on, we'll go through Oz's real quick. He hit on Oregon, uh, minus six and a half against UCLA. Oregon looked like they pretty much dominated the game. Uh, I didn't watch it. I, like I said, I was tailgating Saturday, guys, so I did not watch many of these games. I'm just going to tell you, uh, what I was able to tell through the app and, and kind of what I've heard since Saturday. Um, but yeah, uh, you, or yeah, Oregon minus six and a half was never in doubt. Um, Man, Oregon's a weird team, huh? They, you know, they get spanked by Georgia, who's obviously really, really good, and then they've looked like world beaters ever since. Um, so interesting case for them for the playoff, um, but they do, you know, kind of expose UCLA, uh, who will be interesting to see if they can bounce back this week. So that was Oz's pick that hit with relative ease. My favorite play of the weekend, I, I'm beating myself up for not putting two units on, was Ohio State. 
uh, minus 28 and a half. I don't remember what they won by, but it was a lot. I did actually watch most of this one because we were eating um, before the game. So, and that's, that was on. Um, so, Ohio State minus 28 and a half. It's easy. The only reason it was even a little bit of a doubt for a little while was because Iowa got an early defensive touchdown. I mean, that offense, I told you guys, just so brutal. Um, I just, you know, I didn't think they could score 16 points. I mean, they had a defensive touchdown and still didn't score 16 points. Uh, and Ohio State scored 45 points in every game except against Notre Dame. So, uh, Ohio State was easy. Wish I put more units on it. Uh, Cincinnati minus three, kind of a bad beat there. Uh, winning most of the game, all, all pretty much all game. Uh, they were up by two scores, I think, in the fourth quarter or late third. Uh, they're up eight and they can't run the clock out. Um, and you know other team gets the ball back goes down the field scores doesn't get the two-point conversion excuse me uh so we don't have a time or we don't have a chance to win it in overtime should have won it in regulation so pretty disappointing that one there uh so cincinnati minus three doesn't hit by one point um next you know at the three or noon slate we had as well i was able to watch a little bit of the first half um but then they you know we did had some TV trouble at the tailgate, so I couldn't see the end of this game. Uh, but Clemson minus 13 and a half, man. It's pretty unfortunate. Uh, the only reason that, that this one did not hit was just, you know, DJ couldn't take care of the ball early on when I was watching it. You know, they were at the goal line. He ends up fumbling it. Uh, Syracuse takes it back to the house. I mean, that's a 14-point swing right there. Um, you know, I still don't think Syracuse is that good of a football team, as you guys will find out with, with upcoming with my picks later. Um. Uh. Yeah. So you know, it, it, it Clemson pretty much kept Syracuse in the game and obviously almost lost it. Um. You know, they brought Kate in. He didn't even do anything special, man. He just you know didn't turn the ball over and handed it off to their stud running back. Um. And Clemson was able to to win the game, but obviously not by thir- not by more than thirteen and a half. So we take an L there to move to one and two. Uh, and then we had two night games, which I saw literally zero of. I just kept up with it because I was in the stadium for the South Carolina game. Uh, but Oklahoma State plus six and a half. That cash is on the money line. Uh, from what I understand, Ewers was very inaccurate. They had a lead early, kind of stopped running the ball, and Oklahoma State came back. Spencer Sanders, I told you, man, he's a stud. Uh, put my faith in him at plus six and a half, and, and they come out on the money line. So big win for Oklahoma State there as far as staying in Big 12 contention. Texas, you know, I think they're heading in the right direction with Sark. Um, obviously, Ewers, I think, is good. He's been injured, unfortunately. But then you got Arch Manning coming in, so I'm sure I'm sure Texas is on the climb to the way back. I, I actually do think that. Uh, they've lost some tough ones this year and, you know, haven't had their quarterback all year. Um, but not this year. They're, I mean, I don't think they'll win the Big 12. Uh, I think, you know, a team like Oklahoma State or the other one that we hit on, which was TCU, uh, will probably take the – take the big 12 uh tcu got off to a really bad start i kind of feel like we should have won the cincinnati game but maybe we got lucky this one so three and two kind of feels like the right result um so tcu was down early i believe adrian martinez kansas state's quarterback who's just had a resurgence since transferring from nebraska um and he got injured and tcu was able to come back and won by 10 so we cover um tcu remains undefeated in the college football playoff hunt um interested to see what what they can do kind of the rest of the way down here um but they they've looked good um they've looked good and kind of come out of nowhere i I know i didn't have them 
being this good this year. And uh, I don't I don't remember hearing a lot of people that did. So TCU seven and zero. But yeah, they hit they cash force, and we go three and two in college, uh, which has been my better of the two. As we've discussed, so uh, I am actually so I, I did, you know every week. So I'm now 21, 18, and one just overall in college. I'm up 2.4 units, um, and then Oz is down 2.4 units. So those cancel out. And but I'm 13 and 22, so bad in the NFL, uh, which is down 10.1 units. And so our overall pod is down 10.1 units. So another another tough week in the NFL for me. Uh, and it sucks because I, f- I mean, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like I've bet like three or four Thursday night games and I don't think I've missed one yet. Like getting off to that 1-0 start feels so good, but then Sunday comes around just, you know, it's just a dick punch. So Arizona, uh, one and a half. Uh, DeAndre got involved early on Thursday night. Kyler looked, you know, good enough. Um, defense looked bad early for Arizona, but then, you know, Andy Dalton throws two pick sixes like, with under four minutes left in the half, kind of changed the momentum of the game, and Arizona was able to kind of pile on and stay up in the second half, run the ball, throw it to hop, kind of do what they needed to do to win the game. So Arizona minus one and a half, cash is easy. Um, Packers minus five and a half. You know, I keep saying they're going to flip the switch. They're going to flip the switch. They're ten or and a half point dogs this week, I guess, against the Bills. I mean, you lose to the Packers, man, with Heineke, Heineke, however you say his name, um, kind of, you know, I don't want to say worries me, but you know it kind of makes me doubt my definitely my Super Bowl prediction for those guys. But even maybe making the playoffs, man, they just look rough. I don't know what it is, man. I guess you know everyone says oh you can find receivers anywhere, but you can't find receivers like Devontae Adams, man, and and he's obviously missed big time in Green Bay right now because they look just absolutely terrible. Uh, Colts plus three. Uh, you had a chance late to get a back door, but the Titans were clearly the better team. Matt Ryan is clearly cooked as he is being benched for the year. So that was a mistake by me. I was happy because we got him at three and went down to two and a half, but it didn't matter. I think the Titans ended up winning by 11 or something like that. Uh, sweep the Colts, very good position for the Titans to win the division. But yeah, as far as the bet goes, plus three, just, you know, other than a back door, really never had a chance. Titans were clearly a better team. Uh, Jags minus three. They were leading most of the game. Uh, didn't didn't really see much of it. You know, I thought the line was weird, so I took the Jags. Uh, you know, Jags. I think they're better than a two and five team. And I don't think the Giants are as good as a six and one team. But you know, there's something to be said about finding ways to win games and finding ways to lose games. And I think I think the Giants, you know, find ways to win games. And and I think their formula is just not to not to mess up, man. I mean, they sounds basic but you know i think they just make winning plays they they they're gonna make you beat them they're not gonna turn it over uh they're not gonna you know make the stupid play on third and one uh they're just gonna run it up the middle with saquon they're gonna get their yard so i i just think the giants just find ways to win games and, and that was a mistake by me um and i might be making that same mistake again this weekend but we'll see um and then so that was our one o'clock slate those three games so we were zero and three so like crap well kc hopefully can hit so we can be a little bit in the green and i can be five and five uh obviously i lost 0.5 units but with ozzy's gained unit uh we were in the green 0.5 so kc minus three against san francisco you got cmc and san fran which we didn't on tuesday uh, so definitely made me a little nervous. This got down all the way to one. I actually took it again at one personally. Obviously, it was a one-unit play on the uh, pod, 
Uh, but personally, I did have two on it, which was a big help. Um, and, you know, it was a balanced game in the first half, kind of back and forth. Mahomes making plays, Garoppolo making plays. Defense played well. I mean, it was a well-played game in the first half. Uh, and then the second half was just kind of all Kansas City. Travis Kelsey had a big day. Uh, McCaffrey obviously just getting used to that offense. Man, I I don't know how I feel about San Francisco, man. They got all the weapons in the world. But, I mean, they had all those weapons out there, and it felt like Jimmy G was just missing them. So, I mean, it's not like Jimmy G's a bad quarterback, but – until he can, you know, it doesn't do you any good. I mean, you can have whoever you want out there. You can have Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, you know, Chad Johnson, Steve Smith. It doesn't matter, you know, if a quarterback can't get in a hand. So Jimmy G's got a man. He's got a man up and, and figure it out because San Francisco's a quarterback away from from a Super Bowl. Um, they've got a really talented, talented team. But Kansas City does too, and, and they have Patty Mahomes, and that was the difference um, in that game right there, Patty Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey. Um, so Kansas City minus three, that cashes easily. Like I said, very midweek, uh, takes us to five and five on the week. Uh, sour taste in my mouth. Uh, wanted to be better, wanted to be better. Felt like we had a chance in a couple. I mean, college, you know, like I said, we did get lucky at TCU, but man, since he, you know, was right there and Clemson, man, if they just don't turn over the ball, but I mean, you live and you die by NFL, man, none of them were really close other than maybe Jags minus three. I mean, Colts plus three and Packers minus five and a half or, we're just never going to be it, but um, definitely, definitely had chances there. But like I said, we're down ten point one units, so we just got to get that big week uh, and get back to either green or right around it, and then we go. So uh, I know I've been saying it for a couple weeks now. We've just kind of been staying right there. We hadn't had a bad, terrible week in a while, uh, but we hadn't had a great week yet this year. We've had a couple of okay weeks or solid weeks, but not a great week. I mean, I'm talking about like I need to go eight and two or better. And Oz needs to hit, you know, nine and two type type week uh, is what I'm waiting on. And hopefully I got it for you right here. So let's go ahead and dig into the picks for this week. Um, we'll start with Ole Miss uh, at A&M. And look, I, I watched it on Saturday night. A&M is a dumpster fire right now. Uh, they just they, apparently they lost some offensive linemen uh, due to injuries, suspended four players. Um for smoking weed in the locker room. I mean, I think Jimbo has lost that locker room. Won't be surprised to see more people sit out to transfer. Um, you know, you pay what you pay for Jimbo Fisher and the facilities they have there. You know, you expect, you know, uh, you expect to compete for the West, and now they're fighting for their lives to make a bowl game. Um, there's two ways the kids can respond. I mean, they could respond and shot me and beat Ole Miss, um, or they could respond how I think they're going to respond and kind of shut down. It is at A&M, so we'll see what kind of energy the fans bring. But, look, Ole Miss is a good football team. They uh, they lost a tough one to LSU. Um, they were kind of competitive for half, had about half of football and lost, but they're still a 61 football team. Um, they still have all their goals in front of them. I mean, they went out. They're going to win the West. Um more than likely, I guess, unless LSU wins out. But, you know, LSU plays Alabama. So Ole Miss feels like they can win out. They'll win the West. Um, so, you know, I just, I'm just i taking the better football team here. Line's a little weird. Don't get me wrong. I'm wondering why it's only two and a half. It is at A&M. Tough place to play, obviously. But uh, give me Ole Miss. Give me the Rebels. Uh, one unit at minus two and a half. Um, next one, we got UNC and Pitt. UNC is the favorites to win their division. Uh, has a good chance to have a date with Clemson here in a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, I'm I'm betting on Drake May. Drake May coming off a bye. Um, you know, he uh, he's I don't want to say he's not talked about enough, but I mean, you hear about him every now and then. But you hear about it because his brother like hit the shot, dude. I mean, dude is a baller, man. 
Dude is good. Good. North Carolina is in good hands the next two to three years at quarterback. Um, you know, I don't. You know, I don't think this pit game will get blown up. I think Drake May is going to make a statement this year. Maybe it's against Clemson the ACC championship. I don't think anyone's really going to pay attention to him. But I expect Drake May to have a big day, man. I'm betting on Drake May here uh, in UNC minus three against Pitt. Uh, our fourth one we have. Look, I told you guys. Maybe I'll maybe I'll live to regret it. They they cost me this weekend, but I think I'm going to get my money back right here. Give me Notre Dame plus two and a half at Syracuse. Look, Syracuse has still beaten nobody. Like Purdue's the best team they've beaten. Purdue is dog water. They're not good. Um, Notre Dame got off to a bad start. Lost to Ohio State. No shame there. And then everyone they lost to Marshall, and everyone just like gave gave up on them. They have a couple of nice wins under their belt, including BYU, who's a nationally top twenty ranked team including North Carolina, uh, who's probably going to be playing for the ACC championship game. Notre Dame's not a terrible team. I'm not saying Syracuse is terrible, but they're not good. It is at Syracuse, but, you know, they're going to have to prove it to me. They're not, they're not going to get – they're not going to win the turnover margin by four, okay, against Notre Dame. Um, and if they do, then, yeah, they will kill Notre Dame but because Notre Dame's not good enough to recover from that. But – they're not going to happen. Notre Dame's disciplined, good football team. I think Syracuse gets a little bit exposed here. I took the plus two and a half just because I've gotten screwed so much on the money line on the pod this year. I like them on the money line. I'm taking them one unit at plus two and a half. So your third play, Notre Dame, plus two and a half at Syracuse. Fourth play for college football, you have Auburn. Um, you got Auburn plus four at Arkansas. Uh, I'm sorry, versus Arkansas. So it is at it is at Auburn. Look, man, Arkansas has been one of the more disapp- after being a surprise team last year. They've kind of been one of the more disappointing teams. Uh, lost a close game to A and M. They did bounce back and beat BYU, but they're four and three. Kind of feel like a lot of their goals are up in the air. While Auburn, who of course they know as a team knows they were able they were picked last in the SEC West, they have a chance to make a statement here. They they beat Missouri. Uh, they played Ole Miss well offensively. Look like they're waking up a little bit. I'm taking the four points. I don't hate the money line play here. Um, it's going to be a good environment. Auburn knows that this could be a big win for them if they want to get the six, seven wins. Uh, go bowling, which you know they do. Um, Auburn needs this game. Uh, I like them with the points. Uh, I really think the offense is kind of coming together later in the year. Defense is going to be the key. You know, can they stop KJ Jefferson? Can they stop that running tack? Obviously, my gut says yes, um, because I'm taking them with the points. So your fourth play is Auburn plus four. Uh, we got a two unit play for you. All right. So it's our only two unit play. There's no NFL two unit play, which I think I'm going to stick out of having NFL two unit plays for a while. Uh, until I start doing a little bit better, that, until that record starts looking a little bit better out there. Uh, but Wake Forest minus four at Louisville. Louisville is a very you know up and down kind of football team. They, their quarterback does scare me because he's a runner. Uh, his name's slipping my mind right now, but he is very good. Um, and the Wake defense, you know, their pass defense is a little little suspect, but you know it doesn't. You know, the Louisville quarterback doesn't have the big arm. Sam Hartman does have a big arm. He's a Heisman contender. He's, you know, he's an NFL-type quarterback. Wake is one of the least talked-about teams in the country, very disrespected, um, a, top, a, a legit top-ten team. Um, you know, 
in the country. Like if you just line them all up and they all, you know, played around Robin, you know, I think, you know, Wake Forest would finish with one of the 10 best records. I really do. Um, Hartman's a dude. And uh, that coach has done wonders there. Um, Dave Clawson, I believe. And, you know, I'm just buying in on the Wake program against Louisville, uh, who doesn't really seem to have their kind of culture uh, under Satterfield kind of set. So give me Wake Forest minus four. That's your two-unit play uh, of the weekend. So we will have uh, six plus Ozzy's pick, seven units out there for college football, 12 units out there total. Um, So, you know, and then – so, you know, time to uh time to add on there to uh to get back in the green. So good week to do it. Need wake, minus four for sure. So Ozzy's pick this week is gonna be Tennessee, who they are currently minus twelve and a half, uh versus Kentucky. I honestly, if I had to bet this game, I'm I'm gonna ride Ozzy's pick, obviously. Um I would probably take Tennessee, but I don't know, man. Kentucky sneaky, their defense a little bit healthier. Uh they looked good last weekend against Mississippi State. Uh, with Will Levis back, obviously they didn't have him against South Carolina. Uh, I just don't think they're that great of an offensive team to keep up. Uh, and if if Tennessee can keep Kentucky's defense on the field, I think they'll score a lot of points. Uh, so we'll see. It'll be interesting to see which way Oz goes. But yeah, that'll be his pick. I know. I know. I've said this the last couple of weeks, and it hasn't worked out. But I'm going to try to get it in a little bit earlier so the line can stay uh, where it's at right now, and just so y'all can go ahead and lock it in. Um, so we'll try to get that out tomorrow, but yeah, Tennessee versus Kentucky will be Oz's pick. So that's it for college. Uh, so remember you got Ole Miss minus two and a half at A&M, UNC minus three versus Pitt, um, Notre Dame plus two and a half at Q's, Auburn plus four versus Arkansas, and then Wake minus four, but we're at Louisville. And that's a two unit play guys on the road. I'm taking Wake. I'm taking Sam Hartman. Um, so let's bounce the NFL. Um, like I said, I haven't been great here in the NFL, 13-22, down 10, uh, down 10 units. So got to have a day. Got to have a week, man. Got to gotta figure it out in the NFL. Uh, first one I'm hopping on here is Ravens at Bucks Thursday night again. Let's hopefully my Thursday night streak can stay hot. You know, obviously I watched the Bucks a lot this last weekend, playing my Panthers. You know, shout out to my – another good I meant to mention this weekend was, you know, there's not many weekends, you know, in the last couple of years where South Carolina and Panthers have won the same weekend. We've already had two of those this football year, so it's a great start. That's a great start. That was that was another good to add to the weekend. But, you know, Ravens are 4-3. and three. They're kind of stuck in the middle. You know, Bucks are 3-4, and four, but they're not really stuck in the middle because their division sucks. Uh, <laughs> so they're actually tied for the division lead. I guess technically in their lead because they've beaten the Falcons. So I just feel like there's more desperation out of the Ravens there as the Bucks. I feel like the Ravens are a better team. Uh, I feel like Lamar Jackson shows out in pride and time. Um, I do think the line's a little weird, but then again, it is on a short week at the Bucks. It's hard to play on a Thursday night for enough of the teams. You're still a bit banged up. Um, but I'm just taking the better team here with the better quarterback currently, which is Lamar Jackson. Sorry, Brady, but he, he just ain't it right now this year. He could cut my throat Saturday or Thursday, but he, right, so right now he hasn't shown me much. So give me Lamar, give me the Ravens. Um, if it was a, if this was a Sunday game in the same line, I would put two units on it, but because it's Thursday, it is a one unit play and all of the NFL games are one unit plays. Second one, I'll take Miami at Detroit. But Detroit got off high. I told you, you know, we bet on them a couple times. Um, and then they got, they kind of backstabbed us that one weekend. And, and I've kind of laid off of them. I mean, they got a good offense. The defense is getting better. But, you know, I just think Miami has too many weapons. Tyreek Hill, Waddle. Um, 
you know, two was back. He looked good in his first game back um, against Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh's got a better defense than, than Detroit does, so I expect them to put up more points uh, this week. Obviously, uh, it is in Detroit, but I do like Tua just to get the, get the ball in the hands of the playmakers, Tyreek Waddle, let them do their thing. Uh, so give me Miami minus three at Detroit. Uh, once again, man, I'm going against the Giants, man. Six and one just doesn't make sense, but you know what? Neither does four and three for Seattle to me. Um, so <sighs> the battle of, of the two definitely overachievers at this point. Um, it is in Seattle though. Very tough place to play. Maybe the toughest in the NFL. Um, after the Giants just went down to Jacksonville. So they've been on the road for a little bit. Um, you know, Geno's playing better. I mean, if I had my take between Geno Smith or Daniel Jones, I'm taking Geno Smith. So give me Geno Smith and the Hawks minus three uh, versus the Giants. Next one, we have Vegas and the Saints. Uh, Vegas minus two is the play. Um, both teams very underachieving. Uh, Saints are kind of in the same window as the Bucks. Obviously, they're in that division, so they feel like they're right there. Vegas is kind of just fading and fading more and more with, you know, uh, KC being four and five and two now, I guess. Uh, I think, um, I think the Chargers are, are four and three or five and two as well. So Vegas can't fall much further behind. I think you see that desperation. I think you see Carr and Adams hook up for a couple, couple tutties this weekend. Um, so Vegas minus two is your third play and your final play of the weekend. We're going to stick with them. They won four for us last weekend. Uh, give me the Cardinals plus three and a half on the Vikings. I actually expect this line to go up. Um, probably not one that you would hate, hate to, um, hate to wait on a little bit. I mean, definitely don't let it get under three if I'm wrong, but plus three and a half plus three, I feel pretty good about, um, you know, Kyler's kind of coming out of it. I love seeing that fight with him on Thursday night. They did have the extra three days off, so you got to factor that in. That's important. It is in Minnesota. Minnesota's played well. Um, but, man, Kirk Cousins and, and just Minnesota in general just seems to have those kind of games where they just don't show up. I find, kind of see this as one of them. Um, you know, they, they've got a comfortable division lead. Maybe they let up a little bit this week. Cardinals, however, got to keep fighting because they're in the thick of it too at three and four. In that in that NFC West, so uh, with those extra days, man, Kyler Hawkins is back. He looked great in, in in the first game back. So expect them to keep connecting. Maybe Robbie Anderson gets a little more involved. I don't know. I don't really think they need it, but um, yeah, man. I know. I know. There's a lot of haters on Kyler out there, but they have they have they do seem to win. You know, nine ten games every year. So I don't expect uh, any different. And they're three and four right now. So I like the upset. At the Vikings, but once again, I'm definitely taking the plus three and a half because um, those, you know, a lot of NFL games come down to three. So for your NFL plays, once again, you got Ravens minus one and a half, Miami minus three, Hawks minus three, Vegas minus two, and Cardinals plus three and a half. So there you have it. There's your week. Uh, there's your 10 games. Remember, the two unit is Wake. Uh, Oz will pick Tennessee and Kentucky. Look, three out of four last week. You know, we well, I've been paid. Hopefully, you guys have been paid, too. So, we want to keep that up. That's our number one mission here is to get you guys paid. Get you guys, you know, I don't know how many got bets you make a weekend, but get you guys 11 and make sure that you start in the green and hopefully double, triple, quadruple, whatever we win you uh, on your own plays or somebody else's plays, whatever. Um, but, yeah, we want to put money in your pocket. Uh, so, we got to start doing a better job because right now we have not, but um, – we're getting there. We're rolling. Like I said, very midweek, kind of disappointing to be 5-5. Five five. It's just like, eh. But um, 
we will we will see what happens this weekend, starting on Thursday night with the NFL game once again. Uh, all the colleges on Saturday, and the rest of the NFL ones are Sunday. No Monday night game. Um, so we'll see a lot of units out there. Uh, have a good one, guys. Uh, big O Nation, let's ride.